Welcome to In the Elements. This is sort of an offshoot of our last episode that featured Eric Blake of the National Hurricane Center. Uh, It's going to be less tropics-based, but Becky, this is such an important topic, we sort of felt like we had to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, I mean, In the Elements is all about seeing science through the human lens, Um, and right now, a lot of scientists are being impacted very very heavily by the shutdown and so what's what's more human you know and science than telling their stories and what they're currently going through yeah that's exactly right and we just came from a big weather conference the american meteorological society annual conference and it was sort of weird because there were a ton of people that weren't there because of the shutdown the federal government employees couldn't travel uh during the shutdown and it was odd what what did you think about sort of i don't know their their lack of a presence and how do you think it affected the meeting i think it had a really significant impact i mean obviously there were still a lot of productive conversations but it was always very apparent that a voice was missing in those conversations i mean the the national weather service NOAA, all federal employees are such a key part of the weather enterprise and you really can't have you can't cannot have a complete meeting without the entire enterprise at the table um from a personal standpoint, I, it was really upsetting to not have a lot of friends there. Um, a lot of the panels were incomplete without certain people. It, it was it was different. It was sad. Um, so it's just a lot to reflect on, I think. And because we didn't really get to talk with a lot of our NOAA and National Weather Service friends at AMS, I didn't really get a great sense for what they're dealing with besides just, you know, reading social media uh and over the weekend i was with some friends and they were talking about some of the things that they've had to do and some of what their coworkers and friends have had to do and i was just like oh my gosh that you know i saw stuff on social media but it doesn't really hit you until you hear someone else say it and sort of see how they're feeling about it um and so to bring those stories sort of to a larger audience i made a google form and Basically, it was somewhere for anyone to vent who's not getting paid right now and either not working either or working. And I I want it to be a place where people can just like type their thoughts and say how they're being affected and um, and for other people to hear their story as well. So we're going to read some of their testimonies that they left us. Um, All I did was tweet out the link and we got a few responses and they're, I honestly, they're going to be tough to read, but I think I think they have to be read, and I think there's stories that have to be told. So uh, Becky and I are going to read them and do our best with voice acting. So before we dive into the stories that were submitted over the Google form, um, a friend of many people in the weather industry, Rick Smith, um, who is the WCM at uh, Norman, posted a really heartfelt Facebook post, which I think really encapsulates a lot of of why people are struggling 
um, so much with the shutdown for for a number of reasons, um, and not just financial, not just you know struggling to make ends meet, but on a on a more in depth level. So I'm going to read that now. Uh, these are Rick Smith's words. Meteorologists deal with uncertainty every day. It's part of the job. We predict the future, and usually we do a pretty good job, but we never know with 100% certainty what's going to happen until it happens. When we're forecasting the weather, we know that at some point in the not-too-distant future, maybe minutes, hours, or at the most, days from now, we'll know the answer. The event will happen, it'll be over, and we'll know how our forecast did. One of the most frustrating things about the shutdown is that we can't answer the question, when will it end? We hope it will end soon, but it's that uncertainty of not knowing when things will be back to normal, and when when you'll get your next paycheck, that's probably the worst part of this whole ridiculous thing. It's like being in a blizzard, or a hurricane, or a flood, or a severe thunderstorm that just keeps going, and we have no idea when it will stop. That was said so perfectly and so relatable. So let's hear from more meteorologists and read out their testimonies that they submitted to us. Chronic pain. Had to cancel sick leave appointments for spine nerve blocks for fear of going into furlough status and not able to come back. Supervisor said no to sick leave. Hurt like hell, but what can I do when the procedures run a grand and I'd rather spend that on necessities? Right now, I'm spending much less. Fortunately, we have savings to last us six months, but I'm afraid the shutdown will last into the summer. I'm a furloughed contractor without any hope of back pay and a negative leave balance that will take three months to recover from. I just learned that in order to collect unemployment from my state, that I have to apply to three jobs per week. There aren't that many jobs in meteorology, so that's been a fun development. I just got married, so I have absolutely no savings and still some remnant debt. Luckily, my spouse is also a federal contractor in the same field, but through a cooperative institute at a university, so they get to work and be paid through all this mess. Frustrated that not all contractors have the same protocol to follow during shutdowns, and that they aren't really being discussed by the media, mainly because we can't be quantified. A single government contract could employ multiple people, but we're out there and growing quite restless, unable to do non-essential R&D that we all think is quite important to the weather, water, and climate enterprise. I just have to cut back as of right now. We have stopped ordering takeout and going out to eat completely. We love going to breweries, only went to one this whole time that was participating in the hashtag pay it furloughed campaign. I'm afraid to take up a side job because what if I get called into work? Boredom. Amazed our government is so dysfunctional. Doing some needed work around the house, missing my coworkers, getting over a week long cold, Organizing files on the NAS, sleeping, watching a lot of TV. Please end this madness. Personally, I'm doing okay for now financially, but it's stressful to see what coworkers who aren't doing as well go through. Working at a local forecast office, we've been fortunate to have partners and friends showing us their appreciation and support by bringing meals and snacks but not every National Weather Service office has been as fortunate. It's putting us in a very weird position because even though we're not being paid, we are still bound by government ethic rules which limit what we can accept. So it's really hard to have people who want to help you, but we have to say, sorry, we can't accept that. My 
husband retired on December 31st. We planned ahead. His last paycheck and vacation pay lump sum were going to get us through until he got another job and his retirement checks came. He has not received his last paycheck or accrued vacation pay due to a hashtag shutdown. Cannot access his thrift savings plan because his pay status is still listed as active. Hashtag shutdown is a slap in the face, a cruel reward for over 30 years of dedicated service. The process to get retirement pay takes 8 to 12 weeks and it won't even start until the hashtag shutdown ends. We still have one income in the household, but things are tight. We also planned on selling an old vehicle, and we did that, so we are getting by, but the stress is unbearable. We keep reminding ourselves that we are better off than others because he can find another job and isn't forced to work without pay, and we have another income. It takes time to find another job, though. Background checks and physicals have to be performed before hiring. In the meantime, we watch the bank account balance drop. So far, our creditors have been very accommodating. We are now having to ask for a forbearance on our mortgage and car payments so we don't run out of funds. It's humiliating to have to ask our creditors for help after responsibly planning for retirement. And then politics made those plans worthless. We feel bad for the people who are furloughed and not able to come to work. It's stressful knowing that we are in what is typically a very busy time for preparation and training activities. And we are not allowed to do any of those external outreach or education activities. That means no hurricane preparedness training, no storm spotter training, no meetings with emergency managers, no media workshops, no integrated warning team workshops, the list goes on. Spring severe weather season and hurricane season are coming, whether we're shut down or not. And we're missing some very good opportunities to be sure that we and everyone we work with are ready. Our jobs are stressful enough when everything is operating normally, but adding this additional stress at the office, in addition to what for some is a significantly higher level of stress at home, is going to cause some issues eventually. We have some of the most dedicated and public service minded people working for the National Weather Service, but as this drags on, no one is really immune from seeing morale go down. People have no idea how something as simple as a social media post to the office or a card or a letter to the office can help keep the staff encouraged and knowing that people care about and appreciate the work we're doing. And that's going to do it for this episode of In the Elements. If you like what you heard today, consider giving us a rating or review wherever you're listening. And also consider maybe giving a shout out on Twitter, on Facebook, to your local National Weather Service office. They're all on there. You can search National Weather Service, whatever the nearby one is to you, and just say, hey, we appreciate you. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, a little thing like that goes a long way. Yeah, so what can people do to help besides, like, encouragement? Well, people can bring food. Um, I know a lot of food donations have been dropped off at NWS offices. Uh, personally, I've been sending uh, online gift cards, either Starbucks if it's an individual or Panera if it's someone um, at an office, and say, hey, you know, bagels for the office on me. I think it's little things like that that show that you care about them, you care about their well-being, whether that's physical, mental. <laughs> Obviously, this is taking a huge emotional toll on people. Um, and so knowing that other people in the field are thinking about them, have their backs, are so fed up with this on their behalf, I think helps a lot. You know, the mission of the National Weather Service is to protect lives and property. And they they, they always have our back. And now we got to have theirs. Yeah. 
couldn't have said it better and you know what i'm not even gonna plug our twitter because don't go and follow us don't tweet us right now tweet at the national weather service uh they need our support right now stay tuned for more episodes in this feed uh, our second season is going to continue as we focus on the tropics uh, but that wraps up this week's episode for myself and becky thank you for joining us in the elements Yes, science!